family welcome back i know it's been a while but i'm back back online and unfortunately i've been home and back to the grind as well i first want to just apologize for making you all wait so long for this podcast but i had to take some time to you know get resettled and get back into my routine and to make it up to you guys for waiting ever so patiently and also because i skipped september I'm going to be dropping two podcasts this month. Now, I want you to stay tuned because as I said, it has been a while and I have a lot of tea for you guys. Some tea that's going to uplift you, some tea that is for your soul. But first, I know you all want to know how Ghana was. And I have to tell you, Ghana 2019 was all that I wanted it to be and more. And it was honestly, for me, such an amazing life-changing experience. And if I'm honest with you guys, like even before going on the trip and even as we were on our way there on the plane, I really didn't know what to expect. I was there, I was present, I was excited, but I was also nervous and I was really impatient and I had all of these mixed emotions and feelings running through me all at the same time. Not only was I going to Ghana to, you know, meet Josh's family and set the foundation for Blue Dreams, I was going because I personally, I needed an atmosphere shift and I needed a change of scenery. I was just feeling like, you know, I needed to get out, no pun intended. But the moment that we touched down in Ghana, all those emotions I was feeling, all of the excitement, all of the nerves, everything kind of went right out the window. And when I got there, as soon as we touched down, I felt like there was this immediate connection and everyone kept reminding me. You know, they were like, you're home. This is your home. So you should feel like you're home. And so that's exactly what I did. I was like I was home. (laughs) But yo, Ghana was beautiful. I tell you no lie. From the people to their culture and honestly, just the country itself. Everything was beautiful. I was honestly just astonished and amazed everywhere I went. And honestly, it was a lot similar to Jamaica, which a lot of people that I was visiting in Ghana have said a lot of Jamaicans have also said that. And a lot of Jamaicans who have visited Ghana have said that it's very similar to Jamaica. So, you know, yeah, for no, I said something, not something, enough. <laughs> but really and truly, to go to Ghana and to break free, even just for a moment, from that busy day-to-day life and the stresses of life was great. I was able to go and see a country that others would deem to be poor, but was actually rich in so many ways. You know, rich in love, rich in community 
rich in culture and obviously rich in resources. It was a country that though others might think of them as having less, was truly blessed in enjoying the simplicity that life had to offer. I remember there was this one night and it was close to the end of the trip and I don't know why it took me so long to realize this, but it was one night after eating some kelewele, which is seasoned plantain. <laughs> and I just looking up at the moon and just honestly staring at the stars. Like I remember just standing there in complete awe and silence. And Josh's mom was like to me, eh, even this one too, you're excited to see? Like even the moon, just the stars, you are excited to see. You guys don't get to see that at home. And truth is, of course I was excited to see it. Because not every day can I go outside and look up to the sky for peace and clarity and actually find it where I live. You know, we have to kind of drive towards Caledon just to see a nice sunset, if you know what I mean. But being in Ghana allowed me to, you know, catch myself and take a much needed breath. One that I hoped would rechange my focus and honestly refuel my flame. It's great to be back home, but if I am honest with you, I really did not want to leave the motherland. Like I didn't want to leave at all. Now I'm kind of going to change focus a bit and I've given you a lot about Ghana and I know you guys kind of want to know more, but go to my Instagram. There's pictures, you know, at Tiana Omoy, T-I-A-N-N-A-A-M-O-Y. Check out the Instagram post, check out the captions. I'm sharing things that I learned in Ghana as well, but I really wanted to talk to you guys about my health and wellness journey that I've been on. And honestly, this journey that I'm on for health and wellness, I feel like it started way before I even did the health and wellness podcast. I just didn't realize that I was on it. And now that I'm reflecting and realizing that I've kind of been healing and growing for a long time, I realize that this journey has been one of the longest yet. And with every step I was taking on this journey to better myself, no matter what direction, I was stepping in or I felt like I was growing in I also felt like the walls were closing in on me and I felt trapped and honestly I felt alone like I had these goals that I wanted to work on I had the plans that I wanted to put in place in order to achieve my growth but in all areas you know every aspect that I was attempting to grow in something still wasn't right I felt like I was running low on time and the time I wanted to, you know, do what I wanted to do, I was spending that time doing the things that I had to get done. And if you listen to Healing and Growing, we kind of talked about the fact that the journey or the process isn't always easy and nor is that process linear. Like it's not a straight process. You can't go from point A to point B without stopping somewhere in between, without having you know something remind you of the process and something deter you it's not an easy process it's not an easy road there's always going to be reminders and minor setbacks that's going to confuse that growth in your journey and honestly that was what was happening to me and it was so draining even though i knew what i had to work on and i knew what i needed to change things still were not really getting done and as I said earlier no matter the direction I was working in I still felt stagnant 
and on top of feeling stagnant all that i could see from like the outside looking in and looking at my peers was seeing everyone excelling in their purpose and i was here feeling stuck i felt like the things i wanted to achieve were honestly right within my reach but some way somehow i was unable to attain it i felt like a cat with a string being toyed right in front of me like it was there i'm clawing at it oh i might have caught it this time but then oops there it goes that is honestly what i felt like so this trip to ghana it really could not have come at a better time for me you know i was going to experience life on the other side of the hemisphere i was going back to the motherland and in ghana it was the year of return so what a great way to release the mind change my outlook and go home and be reminded of why we fight one of my guys you know bob marley he said that we must emancipate ourselves from mental slavery and no one but ourselves can free our mind and i honestly believe that once you unlock your mind you unleash a life filled with endless possibilities and i don't know about you but there was just something about being in a land that holds so much richness in history and in culture and in a land that kind of you know at one point in time could have would have belonged to you like when you think about it it's actually crazy and funny enough two years ago i had a life-changing experience with grace kennedy and their jamaican birthright internship program though i had been to jamaica every summer to visit my mom this trip that i took with grace kennedy was honestly different i went there to gain work experience but i left with so much more than that i was able to get an opportunity to get to know the land of my birth a chance to understand my culture and learn a little bit more of jamaicans as a people and you know where we come from and no lie that experience honestly really blessed me i'm not even gonna just hype it up for hyping it up sakes like that program was a major eye-opener for me i remember going back to school my final year of university and i had a fire that i honestly never had before and it was just because my eyes were opened and my spirit was awakened you know jamaica is likobot talawa meaning that though we are small we can still achieve great things and as a born jamaican i make that my mantra too yes i may just be the young lady you see on the streets but great and big things i will accomplish now what does this have to do with ghana i know right <laughs> I was hoping that when I went to Ghana and I was able to learn more about my people and my culture and my history, that my eyes would be reopened as well. I went to Ghana on a mission and I had a vision. I wanted to see life through a different lens. I personally went there searching for a treasure that would unlock and declutter my mind. To really just gain an appreciation of my now by having a further understanding of my roots and where my culture really stemmed from. I was in a place far away, in an environment away from the things that were previously threatening, you know, my peace of mind. And I was in a place where I could think, be free, and really focus on just becoming more in tune with myself. I was less focused on the material aspects of my growth and more focused on a spiritual healing. This time, I was focused on the longevity of my healing, and most importantly, 
being more in tune with my faith. No longer could I stand this roller coaster of temporary solutions. Like I was getting fed up. Everything was just agitating me. Great days and then boom, something happens. And you're like, really? Why? So I knew that I needed to get back to my source. And as I started doing that, I started noticing that the chains that I had previously, they began loosening. And what was binding me began to free up, you know? And this time I really felt like the healing was going to last. All I had to do was just stay focused on it. I started using my strengths and not fearing them. Remembering that my deepest fear is not that I was inadequate. But my deepest fear was the power that all these strengths had. I could no longer fear all that I could become because when you do that, you limit yourself. So instead, I had to learn to use my fear. I had to turn fear into something that would make me courageous. Because fear is one of the biggest distractions to your goals. And you really don't realize it until you remain in the same space and then you start to feel unaccomplished. And that feeling of unaccomplishment can really take a toll on your own mental health. There's honestly so many times that I could have done something, but fear has stopped me from achieving higher heights. While on this journey to better my health and make sure that my well-being was a-okay, one thing that I had to start doing was acknowledging my poor tendencies when they presented themselves. And honestly, when I did that, I was able to kind of control them and redirect them into something positive. For instance, I had this really bad habit, and I think I've spoken about it prior, about being really hard on myself. And when I become unsatisfied with my work, when life's processes or something from my day seems to go astray, I honestly can become really dismotivated and at times a little miserable. So, instead of becoming upset with myself, I had to let that disappointment drive me to do better. I had to learn to get out of my moods and honestly just move on. On this journey, I started breaking down my task list so that honestly things would not overwhelm me as much as they were before. I started to reorganize myself. I set daily goals, weekly goals, and I even started tracking my performance. I made evaluations and congratulated myself for any progressions that I made, no matter how small or no matter how large. One other thing I did was I began praying more and allowing my pilot to truly take control of my life. You see, I knew that I could get everything that I wanted done. But the reason why I personally was feeling stuck was because I was trying to do everything all by myself. And I was honestly going to drive myself insane if I didn't cast my cares upon him. While I was in Ghana, I was able to just relax and get an appreciation for the finer things in life, which reminded me to count my many blessings and honestly take nothing in this life for granted. This trip gave me an opportunity to reevaluate everything and put my life back into perspective. I was away on the outside looking in. I was unplugged and I had time to truly recharge. I got to enjoy the beauty 
that life had to offer. My time in Ghana reminded me of why our people, we fight, why we work hard, why we persevere and why we are resilient. If you really think about it, our people had been cut off from the rest of the world, or maybe the rest of the world was trying to cut us out. But that is another tea for another day. But honestly, there is far too much on the line to allow things of this world to distract us from our purpose, to stop us from being the change that we want to see, to stop us from taking back our thrones. My friends, my people, it is time to change the narrative and give it another meaning. Only we can truly experience and tell our stories. Before this trip, I felt like I honestly needed a renewing. And God, he led me to Ghana to fill me up again. You see, my cup needed to be emptied because I was lukewarm. I now have been refilled and my fire has been reignited. Not only do I have vision, now I actually feel direction that will help to take me step by step. In this journey, I've realized that you won't and you can't unlock all that you're meant to be if you're bound. And everyone listening needs to find something for themselves that will keep you guys, you know, pushing and progressing when life gets you down. For me, this trip, this journey made me realize and know that my ancestors, my parents, my family, they did not endure so many hardships in their land and in their new lands for me to sit in North America and be like everybody else. There is way too much at stake, too much to get done. And no longer will I allow my mind to control me and affect how I get things done. My goal at the end of this health and wellness journey is to be in control of my mind, to control my outcomes to have richness and to be rich in ways that no one can understand, to have happiness, to spread love, and to be at peace. I hope you all enjoyed liberation because to me, that's truly what this trip was. A chance to sit back, breathe, think, and release. An opportunity to unlock my mind and release myself from the bondage that was binding me. For more sip of tea, for more things that are going to uplift you and fill your soul, head over to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and search hashtag sip of tea, and you'll find me. I hope you guys have a wonderful day after you're listening to this. I hope that you begin to sit back, relax, Think and breathe and and truly allow your minds to be free so that you can step into all it is that you are meant to be. That's it for Sip of Tea. I'll see you guys on the next one. This is your host, Lady T, and I'm signing off. Bye.